0: Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with this week's wheat headlines, the grain corridors extended, the market continues its descent, and China's back in the game. Despite proclamations last weekend by Ukraine of a 120-day extension, it appears that Russia was only prepared to grant a 60-day extension, confirmed in writing to the relevant parties, and that any further extension would be dependent on sanctions being lifted, with reference to them being reinstated to the SWIFT banking system, which is unlikely to happen. Interestingly, the UN announcement did not mention a time frame for the extension and the 60-day extension expires four days after the Turkish elections with Erdogan currently behind in the polls. The market decided that the extension was negative to prices on the premise that grains will continue to flow. However, this will be at a diminishing pace as stocks are running down and ship owners are wary of getting stuck in the corridor with waiting time up to 70 days in some cases. Meanwhile, the conflict continues to escalate, and Chinese President Xi's visit to Russia was seen as a show of solidarity against the West. Reports today suggest that a deal may have been struck to supply Russian wheat to China. The rapid descent in prices has seen the return of China as a buyer of US maize, having bought a minimum of 2.5 million tonnes over the past two weeks. They have also been an active buyer of Brazilian and Ukrainian maize, which are now in short supply until their new crop is available, hence them somewhat reluctantly turning to the US, which is currently the cheapest available option. There are also reports that China bought French wheat, although not confirmed and would be a surprise, as France is 90% sold of their old crop wheat, with three months still to go until new crop. Managed money is the force behind the market's collapse, having exited their massive US maize futures long during the data blackout caused by the ION cyber attack, and they continue to add to their wheat short. The US and ECB central banks raised interest rates again amidst a global banking crisis, screamed the news wires, which is adding to the risk-off mentality in an already nervous marketplace. There is much debate around Russian and EU wheat-ending stocks, with analysts believing the USDA are too low. The same analysts, however, are content to buy into the demand destruction narrative, whilst China, Algeria, Saudi Arabia, Morocco, Turkey, to name but a few, seem to be restocking. The USDA are unlikely to increase their Russian crop forecast of 92 million tonnes, having stated that 104 million tonnes claimed by others was unfeasible. In an era where climate change is a hot topic, the market appears remarkably relaxed and optimistic about crop prospects for 2023-24. Time will tell whether this is misplaced with concerns already surfacing in India where wind and rain has followed searing temperatures as they collect their harvest. Australian, Russian and Ukrainian wheat production is forecast down a combined 25 to 35 million tonnes on last year, depending on whose numbers you wish to believe, whilst there are ongoing concerns in Canada and the US due to a mixture of drought, snowpack, rain and low temperatures. Large daily movements in our markets are making price discovery increasingly difficult and will likely remain so until the fund managers exit their wheat short positions on both CBOT and Matif. Fundamental arguments are gaining no traction and are unlikely to do so in the near term unless the narrative changes. Not a time for rash decisions. On to this week's malting barley headlines. There's a non-existent old crop market due to falls in the futures market. The export programme's moving nicely through into April and supply and demand tonnage has adjusted downwards from last year. More of the same with a non-existent old crop malting barley market. If there are any buyers still out there, they've retreated in the wake of further massive falls in the world futures markets this week. We should complete loading four boats of malting barley from the south and west ports this week, despite the very wet weather. We've more to come in April, so that will keep our export programme moving nicely, but these are old sales, already well covered, with no new export business on the horizon. New crop also has little buying interest because of the downturn in all commodity values. We still have some areas in the south to be planted, with spring barley, When this is complete, we will have selling interest from farm, so we're hoping for some new crop maltsters to come into the market. Globally, the World Barley Supply and Demand balance sheet has again been adjusted downwards to 146.4 million tonnes compared to 151.7 last year. In the EU27 crop 2023 production is slightly down, with end-of-season stocks more comfortable than last year. However, on a brighter note, global beer volume continues to grow with a steady recovery from the Covid pandemic disruption. And this week's oilseed rape headlines. Prices continue to fall with the Brazilian soybean harvest and weakness in vegetable oils. Prices have continued to fall with Matif losing over €100 in just 13 trading days. Signs of ample rapeseed supplies in Europe continue to weigh on prices, along with general weakness in rival oils and pressure from stronger sterling. EU rapeseed imports so far in 2022-23 have been reported to reach 5.87 million tonnes, compared to 3.81 last year. This is in addition to the already large EU crop and subdued demand. There's talk that some EU crushes are switching to soybeans, driven by huge demand for soy meal, high prices and better crush margins. This is only adding to the rapeseed surplus across the EU and means that rapeseed prices need to work lower to recover demand. The record soybean crop in Brazil, along with their storage deficit, has remained a bearish factor. After a slow start due to weather, the Brazilian soybean harvest has now passed the halfway mark. Following good yields, the Brazilian oilseed lobby Abiove have increased their estimate to 153.6 million tonnes, one million more than the last projection in January. A Friars report explained how the Brazilian soybean basis has been in free fall as they face storage issues for the record crop. Crude oil hit its lowest since late 2021 on Tuesday after the Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell highlighted banking sector credit risks for the US along with unexpectedly large crude oil stockpiles indicating that fuel demand may be weakening. Palm oil has also tumbled, reaching its lowest in five months on Wednesday as it was weighed down by sharp losses in rival edible oils and crude oil along with the lingering concerns of a global banking crisis. And finally the grain and oilseed price indicators starting with feed wheat for April 184 pounds and May 185, feed barley for April 169, May 170, and oilseed rate for April 356 to 361 and May 357 to 362. Thanks for listening.